uh, everybody here. How many are we supposed to be? We're supposed to be three, but anyway, uh, we had two. I'm three already. Oh, you, th- oh, okay, then that's yeah. fine. The second one, the third one has fallen off, but uh, most welcome to um, our head, I mean, our agro, agro Africa on Channel Africa. And uh, the background is uh, we are the external service of the SABC, and Agro Africa is a program that talks about agriculture and its development. And um, we are pre recording this, and uh, feel free, even if you goof, <laughs> it's not that uh, anybody's going to, to see it ex- except me, of course. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, for openers, introduce yourself. And uh, feel free to talk to me, and you talk to the unseen, you know, listener yes. who is actually listening to you, unseen, for the moment. So welcome. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Curry. Um, maybe I can start. Uh, my name is Karabo Rampete. Uh, I'm a farmer from Rustenburg Northwest. Um, I don't know if. That's enough, or must I say more? Please, <laughs> I, can, I will share that maybe when the interview continues. No, uh, you can say it, uh, you can share uh, for now, just for openness, so that at least your colleague from the other side, you know, would be able to know yes. who is, uh, you know, the other partner that side. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, like I said, I'm a farmer. If, uh, I started farming 2018 um, after I resigned um, at the higher education um, you know, institution in Pretoria. So then uh, I served for eight years that side and I came to the farm, you know, when the calling, you know, got to me. Um, I started with a bunch of, uh, I don't know, a, a just, you know, a small patch of land. And then that could produce maybe 60 bunches of spinach. And then, yeah, you know, when I started, everything went well, took my first bunch to my nearest bar, the local spa here. And then, you know, they accepted my product and the rest was history. The rest was history. Anyway, okay, let's, uh, let's welcome the other participant. Hello, Karabo. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you're most welcome to Agro Africa. Please tell Thank us uh, who who Karabo is and uh, where she's coming from. No, I. It's saucy. It's, it's, it's saucy now. Yeah, it's, it's saucy. saucy now. It's yes. saucy now. Uh, saucy May. Let's hear from Saucy May. <laughs> it's actually Saucy Mat, uh, not May. You Mat, huh? you see Saucy May, but this is how it it appears here. Saucy uh, Mat. Yeah, yes, Saucy Mat. Let's hear from Saucy Mat. Um, okay, my name is Saucy and I am from Tabanchu. It's a small town outside Nukuntin here in the Free State. Um, and what I do is that I am an agricultural economist. So um, I studied it through the University of the Free State. I um, I started with my undergrad honors till I did my master's. And 
what I do is that I work with black farmers in the entire free state. Um, what I do is I mentor them. I I do their finances. I do their production plans and help them plant whatever it is that they, the crop that they'd like to plant and also even with the livestock farmers. So I'm what you call an agricultural professional, um, but I do not work with the government or for the government. Thank you very much. And um, this program mainly is uh, talking about the youth in agriculture. And, uh, you know, the background is uh, we are in Youth Month in South Africa, but uh, the rest of the continent will actually, you know, uh, get, you know, the experience of what happened, you know, from the past and what we are learning from, you know, from from it. Now, looking at where we come from, um, Sosi, I'm with you now. Um, what are the challenges that as a young, you know, farmer or a young, you know, uh, professional uh are experiencing you are experiencing in the you know in the agricultural sector right now oh there's quite a lot you know this industry of ours is very white male africans dominated right so you come here as a young black woman uh, fresh from varsity and you you are out there trying to make a name for yourself out in the industry and um, as 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 it's known in South Africa, um, ag- the average age of an of a farmer in South Africa is about sixty six years old. So you would come with whatever knowledge that you you've acquired at school, and you try tell somebody who's a farmer who's been farming for longer than you've been alive to say, um, I was thinking we must do this and this at at your farm. I was thinking we must try new ways and. It, it becomes very difficult to say, but you know nothing. I've been doing this for years. It's been working for me for years. But you do find the the chosen few that are open to new ideas and innovative ideas and that would somehow listen to you and try out whatever it is that you're advising to do. At the end of the season, when you sit down and reconcile everything that happened, they'd be like, yeah, had it not been for you, I wouldn't have maybe made this much profit so it's it's very hard getting respect as as compared to our male counterparts but uh in, in the industry now uh Karabo, you hear what Sosi is saying yes, in terms yes. of the challenges that you know um she faces mm-hmm. now you are the person that you know comes in and then say oh, yes i hear uh um mm-hmm. uh, what type of you know arrangement you know do you have to such a person who is coming up with challenges and complaints and, you know, uh, mm. there are lots of them, in the, you mm. know. So mm. how do you come in? Um, okay, I think the other part that I didn't introduce myself as uh, I represent um, a farmer organization, AFASA, which is the African Farmers Association of South Africa. So we are a farmer organization, mainly, you know, our objective or mission is to see you know a a a, a, a black farmer like the new, the new entrants or the ones that have been on the mainstream you know um, um, space of agriculture you know to to just move 
to to a level of commercialized to be a commercial farmer. So you know, there's a lot of barriers, obviously, in all of that. You know, a, a journey of uh, an African, uh, you know, farmer. It's a it's a totally different journey compared to our white counterparts. So I agree with Sosi. You know, the environment is very volatile, and you know, with Afasa, our main we act as a lobby group. So we encourage that farmers must be, you know, um, must be organized, you know, because now if we, you know, the culture of an African farmer is to operate in silo, you know, when they go and request, let's say, funding or some sort of support, you know, now with, you know, the state of our economy, the government cannot fund individuals, you know, it's so difficult. So they're encouraging that everything should be done in a collective so that when there's an issue or maybe something that affects a farmer, then the voice won't be of that of one, but it will be of many. And then it will be easier for us to even influence, you know, the, 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 the outcome of things or the change in, in whatever that we want to see. So that's why that's why the FASA can assist, you know, and we're trying to transform the market as well, the environment, to, to be suitable for to a black farmer. So, yeah, so the job, it's, you know, it's, we still have a long way to go, but I, I believe that, you know, we, 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 get, we, we will get there. We are talking here about a young woman, a young woman farmer, and already is disadvantaged being a you know a, a, a woman, and now is coming in an uh, arena which is very male dominated. Um, in terms of trying to, you've said something about collectiveness, yeah. and um, you bring these people together. Mm. Saucy here is coming from college. It's coming from university. Yeah. Um, inst- I mean, uh, to make it not you know not to make it elitist. Uh, going towards, you know, being elitist. How are you trying to incorporate those that do not have that type, type of education like the sources of this world? Yes, yes. That's where the development part comes in, as you know, um, for AFASA as well, we facilitate that. You know, um, for example, for the new uh, graduates, we, you know, there's a huge challenge currently in the country where we're sitting with unemployed graduates, especially in the agricultural sector, because it's not easy. And I don't know, it is easy if everything, you know, the way things are supposed to be are implemented and everything is just done according to the book and we seek the plans. I think we shouldn't be in this crisis, you know, um, of, you know, intake of the students and stuff like that. But there's development programs and also networking. You know, one of the advantages of AFASA is that, you know, once you are a student and you are sitting at home, you know, you join the group. That's where all the opportunities are, where we advertise opportunities. We assist our young farmers. You know, if, let's say, there's a vacancy in one of the farms of the young farmers, we do the intakes. And also there's a lot of development programs that... Uh, currently are supported by the French embassy, if I can mention them, you know, and uh, Gibbs. So what they're doing is each and every semester, they're taking 10 students, like 10 farmers or aspiring farmers into their program. They are taught leadership, you know, uh, uh, um, leadership courses, personal development, stakeholder relations, so a lot of things. 
So we're now trying to say, you know, instead of sitting at home and being frustrated by the system, you know, develop yourself. And then in that space, you will get that opportunity to even stand on your own and push your vision. So that's what we are encouraging our farmers to be and, you know, um, our young aspiring farmers to say, come and join us. And if we are all together, we're doing the same thing, if eventually, you know what, the system will be on our side and we will be able to change the status quo. Now, looking at uh, Saucy, I'm coming to you as, uh, you know, um, an educated farmer. Coming from the past that had, uh, you know, um, male, white, dominated, you know, industry. How, as you are saying, it's a calling. How do you separate yourself from one person that has got, you know, that does not have the type of education and, uh, you know, doesn't have, you know, the type of calling? What is it that you can say to that, you know, uh, young person that is sitting somewhere, you know, in the uh, car um, you know what? There is something that even our government is now has now realized. That's why there there's such an emphasis now on on land expropriation because they have noticed that without food producers, without farmers, then we are not going anywhere. If you like, if, if you take a daily routine in the morning when you wake up. There's something that you must eat, and that thing was produced by a farmer. So now it, you don't even necessarily have to go to school. It goes with passion, dedication, and one needs to know that farming takes a lot of patience. It's it's not a get-quick-rich scheme. It's not, it's not a one-day thing that tomorrow you have money. Definitely. You find that... You, you need patience to say, I'm going to invest all of this money into this project that I believe in. And you'd only see your returns at the end of six months or a full year if you're in, into um, livestock. So um, whether you're educated or not, if you are looking into this future sustainability of the country, we look at, we look at our population that's forever increasing despite the coronavirus that's taking our people right now. These people need to eat. We need to feed the world. We need to feed the country. So as long as you have patience, time, and dedication, school is just an added bonus. But whatever it is that we might have learned at school is readily available by the click of a button on your phone. So at least people I have now Google to say, okay, I heard this and this, can I verify it? Let me now make some research for myself to say, okay, what what would guide me? Where to from here? I'm going to put the spinach seed on the ground. What's going to happen to it? How long? So you, you don't actually, actually uh, at the end need school, but you do need patience for, for the industry that we're in. Yeah, totally. Patience, patience, patience. Now, I'm coming to you, Karabo. You know, having listened to what Sosi is, I mean, saying, um, it's not a get-rich scheme. Uh, You have to be patient. Now, um, for somebody who's been patient and has had, you know, the type of uh, uh, produce that he, I mean, they have, now, you as a farmer, how have you prepared your 
your farmers to the changing uh, times of today where Africa is going into the African free trade area where you have to talk about codex, you know, which are standards into the type of, you know, produce that you have. How have you prepared these farmers? Um, we, like, um, what we do is we, we um, actually capacitate them via, you know, special programs. For example, there's a, um, what's the, the one that I received it yesterday. It's a new program where they'll be assisting farmers to uh, actually um, get the certification, the GAP certification. So I forgot the actual, uh, you know. Um, we are talking like, here. We, yeah, yeah, we are talking here. Uh, sorry, Karabu, to, yes. to cut you there. We're yes. talking here about, you know, uh, standards. So that at the end of the day, you know, your produce is marketable. Yes. Your produce, you know, is internationally recognized. So you have to to enter into standards. So yes. as an association, how do you prepare? How do you join in in this certification, as you are saying, yes. uh, of the type of produce, you know, your farmers are, are having? Obviously, how it works. Currently, um, you know, as farmers, um, we we state that we are not actually as an organization. The vision is to get them to standards, obviously that are you know of that of the the, the woolies and everything like that. And farmers have challenges, you're right. Before you can even get to qualify to be in a specific program, you know those challenges, the infrastructure uh, challenge that our farmers are actually facing, you know. We need to be first, you know, dealing with those challenges for us to be able to say, okay, fine, there's this specific program that will be, you know, dealing with the GAP certification, which is the global standard certification for farmers to be able to trade, you know, um, um, and, and uh, export their product. So we, we are saying as a FASA, let's first address the challenges, the main challenges of a black farmer, which is infrastructure, because... If, for example, I can come with my money and, in, and say, no, I need a tractor to be able to plow this, this land, you know, that tractor is going to take all my money. I won't be able to have money for seed. So it becomes a challenge. So we need to get stakeholders on board, yes, to say we have our farmers, a group of farmers that have these equipment or this infrastructure. The only thing that they, they, that they need is to be maybe offtake agreements. And those offtake agreements will now come with their quality standards. And then they will assist the farmer without a lot of, you know, uh, let's say, burden from also the investor to say, no, I can invest with this person because this person is ready, you know. So now that's, how, that's the approach that we are taking to say, let's develop a black farmer and assist them with the challenges. And then we also now empower them with the knowledge. So that's where we have our you know, our um, partnerships with GIPS and other institutions that we're working with to be able to now come in and other, you know, stakeholders to be able to now come with the knowledge and the necessary things that a farmer will need to be able to compete. Now, uh, that's perfect. Let's get personal here. Um, Karabo works with Afas as well as being a farmer. Yes. Tell us where your passion is really at. Is it, uh, you know, um, grain? Is it uh, uh, 
you know, what what you call it, cattle yes. breeders. What is what is it that you are you know you are doing as a farmer? Yes, I'm a I'm a food producer. I'm a, I'm you know vegetable. It's my game. But I started with spinach, and um, you know indigenous uh, food is my passion. You know that's me. I I want to my 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 ultimate dream is to see you know Africans you know back to eating their you know traditional food that our grandmothers our great grandmothers used to eat and you know because now you can see the difference in the food that we are consuming today and the food that our great grandparents were eating it's totally different you know so you ask yourself why is that now people are dying quicker our our great grand they lived and we are getting sick we are getting cancers why is that so that's where my passion started to say that i want to produce good clean food you know that is free from chemicals you know it's not easiest to balance you know but my dream is to just eat, i let educate people about the benefit of of you know clean good food eating good because what you eat is what you what you come what comes out at the end of the day so uh, that's me now uh, when you talk about that in particular what type of uh, uh, pro- um, what type of uh, produce is is this that at the end of the day maybe everybody else listening to you would say yes. that I want to do it um yes. specifically please share with us yes i'm doing spinach i'm doing um kobo i'm doing uh, what uh, i don't know what amaret it's tepe uh, I'm doing uh, Lerotto. So it's all these traditional uh, Morocco's that I'm doing. And also now I'm venturing into herbs uh, because I just partnered with a lady that does essential oils. So I'll be producing the, the, the herbs and then she'll be extracting from that. So that's another you know extension to the venture. But currently that's what I'm doing. I only deal with Morocco's. And then, yes, I do have some oranges you know, orange trees and other other fruits around the farm. So what happens is, you know, every when they are ready, I always package and sell them to, to my, you know, my suppliers. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Now, um, while the rest of the, con- uh, the, rest of the country yeah. might be now worried about land, yeah. how were you so lucky to get that land and how big is it? Okay, uh, I think I was fortunate enough. It's a it's a family farm. Uh, my my parents yes farm, so that's where I'm I'm doing everything. So I'm um, I'm one of those. I don't know if it's not luck, but I guess my dad knew where to which buttons to press mm. and what you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So Sosi, you said yeah. yours was a calling, and uh, as a you uh, youth. Ambassador of twenty, I mean of uh, June sixteen, because you are the millennials. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, to, you know, to guess your age, but as young as you are, you are a youth ambassador in agriculture. Tell us, it was a calling, as you said. Share with us the story. You know, for me, it was actually something different. I went into the. In the, into the industry, let's call it by mistake because 
when I got accepted at school, it was to do medical microbiology. And somehow, I never even attended a single class. I just straightforward went to agriculture. I changed during registration, and that was it. But when I got here, I found... Okay, um, the nice part of it was that um, people that I'd meet would be former classmates and stuff because they were privileged enough to say, after after uh, finishing high school, I'm going to study agriculture, then take over the family farm. So um, it was it was like that for me uh, that I'd meet people that I went to high school with and. Uh, but the passion really grew when, when I finished studying to say, okay, they, there's more to agriculture than this. Um, a lot of people just think uh, farming is all about you getting dirty every day, all day, being out in the sun. Whereas in the years I've worked, I have never gotten myself um, dirty or gotten done anything physical. There are a lot of things you can do in the ma- in mainstream agriculture that people are not yeah. aware of. What I'm doing, I'm an economist, meaning if you need to, if if you need figures to say, okay, if I plant a hectare of spinach, how much am I going to be required to to have at the moment? I will be able to calculate exactly for you that that seed you need this much, fertilizer you need this much, chemicals you need this much, and let us water and put apply fertilizer on your spinach to get this much harvest. If you sell it at this price, this is exactly how much you're going to get into your pocket at the end of the season. So you've got people like us who would want to do the financial part behind agriculture. You'd have people that, be, that would say, I just want to know about the soil. So we've got your soil scientists, your your experts to tell you, okay, your soil is a bit acidic. Um, that's why your seeds keep dying in the soil. Uh, apply lime, apply this and that to help your your soil. We, we've got uh, vets as well, but we've got also animal scientists. There's a difference between the two, but they work together. So it's a big value chain with a lot of compartments of which every single farmer would need either expertise to say, okay, I'm a crop farmer. Um, we've got the army worm, like it has uh, been in the past two seasons. What do I do? So I would have to consult with somebody who's an agronomist to say, okay, what chemicals do I use to kill the army worm so that it can stop eating what might be my harvest? So it's so broad and everybody needs everybody because that's why we work together. When a farmer comes to say, I want to do this, we'd first send the soil scientist to go test the soil. We would first check if they've got water. We would first check. So we all work together at the end. That's why our main, um, we, we usually say we're not here to compete, especially with government. Our sole purpose is to serve the farmer, which is our client. So if the government comes with this, we will also bring this to the table. At the end of the day, we need to ensure that this farmer is commercialized. Interesting. And uh, the way you ladies are explaining yourselves here, um, you are, you know, you actually trained, you know, to help a farmer. And uh, I'm so glad that, you know, I had this uh, 
conversation with you. Uh, but for the future, uh, what are your plans for the continent itself? <laughs> I think Susie can go, then I'll finish. Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a difficult one. But with me, in the future, we need to, to, to change what's happening in South Africa. We need... We need to align ourselves with, with the goal that we see, the passion that we have. Um, um, what, what I mean by that is that um, we, we are at a point where we see that agriculture is going to bring us lots and lots of opportunities. But if we work in silos, if where I'm working, I'm not willing to help a farmer because they are a government farmer and do not fall under my company. It means that we each working in silos and this farmer will never be commercialized because at the end of the day, they need what I, my expertise, they need government free money so that at the end of the day, they can access all these other markets. Um, I heard Karaba has been talking about global gap and the accreditation process to get your things to be in the right standard and have the legal papers to get uh, your produce exported is a hell of a long and lengthy process. But for us, because we've helped a lot of our commercial farmers get it, it's it's a process that's very easy for us. We know the basics. We know people that work there. We know that turnaround time. We know if we start now, when are we going to get our certification? So if, if we, we join hands and work together and collaborate and remember our sole purpose, which is to help a farmer, to help a black farmer become commercialized, then at the end, we will achieve our sole purpose to say, we're going against government, we're forgetting the inequalities and injustices of the past. We are moving together, holding hands, to ensure that black farmers in South Africa succeed. Now, can you just move a bit? I can hear uh, feedback. Uh, this side. I don't know whether it is Saucy or Karabo. Just move a bit. Let's see. Yes. No, no, no. Are we fine? We a bit fine. Uh, move a bit. Yeah, I think maybe Saucy on the. No, no, I'm still at that same position. The same position. Okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe somebody has been joined by somebody else. So, uh, well, you know, thank you very much for, uh, for this. Uh, exciting you know uh, information and maybe just for the parting you know uh, shot i'll give you uh, give it to karabo maybe um your parting shot yes um i think you know i'll i'll be happy you know i'll be content and just okay when i see a you know our african aspiring farmers because now we are the custodians young farmers are the custodians of our future of this agriculture you know our parents our you know, our, the generation of the food producers now, they are all going, and now we have to take the reins. And we just need to get, you know, all the red tapes to be dealt with because, you know, um, systems are the ones that block the development and, you know, progress, and it, it, it stops a lot of things. So the food security is the most important thing. We need to feed the world with this pandemic, you know. So we just need to see our young farmers being supported, you know, and, you know, being, being assisted to contribute 
to the real cause, which is food secu- in maintaining the food security and making sure that, you know, our kids and the, car- the future, you know, it's protected. So now it's time for us to, you know, join hands, like Sotia said, and, and assist, assist our black young farmers that, you know, want to get into a space and that are in the space as well to, to, to do the impact and, yeah, be at the end of the day also feed their families and, yeah. I think that's the great future that I want to see happening. Right. That's exciting. And then maybe uh, for both of you, as we close, why should I call you Youth Ambassadors of uh, today? (laughs) I think we are dealing with, um, you know, the the most uh, crucial thing. Yeah, we're dealing with food. We're dealing with you know, what is taking care of God's children? And we, we're doing it. we assisting. We're developing young people to, you know, really maintain what, what our mandate is here on earth as agriculture, as, as farmers, you know, to be able to feed and maintain God's children. So I think as, as you know, Karabo today, I would say, you know what, I'm an ambassador for change and development and for young farmers. Ladies, thank you very much. And let's maybe you have uh, something that is burning that you'd want to, you know, to air it out for the rest of the continent. It's your time. Um, I think uh, this would be my last words. You know, as much as farming would start as a as a passion for a person, we need to could instill this thing in, in, in farmers that farming is not only a passion but also a business. We need our young farmers to start as early as now to treat their farming business, uh, farming enterprises as businesses to ensure that should whatever comes, should maybe there's funding abroad that says we need young farmers from South Africa to be in this program, then they They've already got all the necessary legal documents. We need farmers to know the importance of being tax registered. We need farmers to know the importance of having auditors to do their bookkeeping. We need we need farmers that are are business people. We 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 are now saying okay. People are saying okay. Um, entrepreneurship is the way to go. There are no jobs in South Africa. We've got a high unemployment rate. Let farming be the game changer in South Africa. But it needs to start with the farmer realizing that this land that I plow is more than just land. It's a business. It's an income stream. We're building generational wealth for our kids. So I think these would be my closing remarks. Ladies, 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 thank you very much once again and uh, all the best. And uh, just know that you are to feed the continent. You are to feed the rest of the world. All the best in everything. Karabo, Sosi, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Thank you so much, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye.